Hi everybody, good afternoon, welcome. Oh my lord. <laughs> you guys. Oh my lord, we really need the filters to be working, Facebook. This is ridiculous. Oh my god, oh my god. You know, I'm really quite vain and not in a destructive fashion. You know, I think it's actually very helpful. Hello, Catherine. Oh, I might just turn off my Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is fabulous. Okay, so I, are we ready? Is it back? Okay, it looks like it's back on. Okay, praise the Lord and all the things. So, yep, I'm vain. I admit it. I don't even care. Well, I do care quite obviously, but you know, it is just how it is. And um, I'm having a little bit of a moment, having a bit of a day. <laughs> so I had considered not going live today because of the red faceness. And I think it's particularly just after I've had my hair done, it goes really white. And even though we're warming it up very slowly, my, and then therefore my face looks like a beetroot, which is really unfucking believable, just quite frankly. So that's enough about that. You know, I guess the point is it's not just about how we look, right? It's about the message and the importance of, of what it is that we're sharing. It's really funny. Um, I got caught in looking through some old photos. I don't know if you guys do this. Got caught looking through some old photos yesterday on my phone, actually. I can't remember what I was looking for, but I was, I was going through and, hey, Jeremy, there were some things that I found that I thought were really kind of interesting and stuff that I'd actually forgotten about. So I, I found some photos of the office that I used to work in. So I thought that I might just tell, take you on a little trip down memory lane. So, and, and I guess the importance of this is that if you're, if you're brand new to business or if you're newish to business, right? And I'm talking less than two years and, and I'm talking about whether you're, you're, you might be in this thing for less than two years full time, right? Maybe you've got one foot in business and one foot in work or however it is that you're juggling it. The, 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 the thing is, is that there are, there are interesting things along the way that I really want you to capture. Even if you're well on your way now, you, you, I want you to be capturing this type of stuff. So let's rewind all the way back to 2009. Actually, we can go back even further to maybe, oh golly, I could probably find the, the information. I reckon maybe 2004 when I started my first online business. And this was, oh, sorry, I started my first business and I was importing and wholesaling and locally retailing jewelry from, from overseas. And it was called $10 jewelry. And every piece of jewelry was 10 bucks, you know, cause it would be weird saying it's like Fiverr charging you $8. It's just kind of like, what? Look, it's supposed to be $5. It doesn't make sense. So everything was 10 bucks and I was wholesaling it in, selling it around the country. I was selling it locally and like wholesaling it as well as retailing it. And I was having a, I was having a blast and I decided that I wanted to create a website because I thought, right, this is a way of me being able to make money while I sleep. You know, we all want that at some point or another. <laughs> and um, I remember learning how to write, like how to, like how to edit code. Yeah, so I learned, I taught myself how to build my own website. I went to YouTube. I went through all the steps. I, I learned all of the things and I'd work for hours and hours and hours. It took me, it took me about two weeks 
to really build that to build that first website and I was just so chuffed I was so excited and it was probably after I'd already had the business for a couple of years because I remember uh, my second daughter being born which is 2006 and I remember I'd been selling it for a lot longer than than that so I learned how to build my first website in 2006 it was when I was on maternity leave because I was bored it's a fact I was bored on maternity leave and this child of mine was just the the was just super easy she didn't, wasn't sleeping properly when she hit about six months old like well six weeks old something funky happened and went through a little bit, but not like what I know some mothers go through or some families go through with, with their kids sleeping. But anyway, so I taught myself how to build websites to try and keep me out of trouble and give me something to do while I was on mat leave because I was bored. You know, everybody starts a business when they're on maternity leave, right? And um, <laughs> then fast forward further, I had a friend of mine went and did a life coaching course, learned how to be a stylist. And I'd already had this interest in how you know, jewelry and it was costume jewelry, you know, the way that people would often transform when they wore something that was really beautiful, it, it would often give them that lift. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, I could totally be a stylist. Style and branding, it, it's really, I, I think it's great. I, I created a really strong personal brand through my corporate work. And I thought, you know what, this is something that I could absolutely do. So this is in 2010. So 2010, I'm trying to be a style and branding coach. And proceeded for about 18 months to not make any money, really. I mean, I was running workshops for like up to $49 a head. Now, up to $49 a head. I was actually running them initially for $27 a head and I was providing a glass of champagne and nibbles because I was petrified that people wouldn't just pay $27 to come along and hear me speak for 90 minutes. So I would do that and then I, I got really brave one, one day when I was traveling to Brisbane and I decided to go right out on the edge and charge $49 a head. <gasps> it was a really, it was such a massive leap. I was so freaking scared. I was worried that people weren't going to be in the room. Um, I was worried that I would be doing it essentially for free or that I'd gone and, you know, booked this travel, booked the venue and, and I wouldn't be able to... Um, you know, fill the room and, and do the work that I really wanted to do. But that ended up working out and people did give me $49 a head to come along and play. And it was a really great learning experience. And from that, it's really where I learned to sell from stage. So in a, in a really low-end workshop, the upsell was I'll come and do, I think it was like a wardrobe makeover or something like that for $111 because numbers were important to me back then or $199. And then you could have a whole day VIP day. I think it was for $9.97 where we'd shop, we'd wardrobe, we'd do all the things. So from there, you know, I was making little bits of money. And I reckon that maybe I'd have to go back and have a look at my actual numbers, but it was maybe two or three grand a month at kind of like at the most. Maybe it was more like a couple of grand. I remember making a couple of thousand dollars one month and just being so excited and overjoyed and overwhelmed that, oh my God, it felt like it was working. But that wasn't enough to sustain me and not enough to sustain like I leaving my corporate job at, you know, with, with bonuses and super and everything else like that. It was more than a hundred grand. This is going back to 2009, 2010. And so my, my job, like, sorry, my, my business needed to be able to, had to be able to support or, or help support our financial commitments at home. And, and it just wasn't. 
And so I battled away. I tried different things. I tried doing online stuff. I tried doing, still um, getting clients on, sorry, using Facebook. I've always gotten clients using Facebook, always. And I would put I would put posts up offering discovery sessions or style branding sessions or personal branding sessions and I'd be on the phone and it was a consultative approach and then it would go into a sales call if that was what, you know, that's kind of like how it led. I'd make an offer and they'd buy or not. And I was getting massive strike rates. Like I was closing at about 80% of people who I spoke to. It was really amazing. Um, I'd put posts up and I'd get clients, but it wasn't the volume that I really wanted. And I needed to be making a lot more. You know, I really needed, in quotes, to be doing a good $80,000 a year for me to stay home, not have to have the kids in daycare or have the kids in daycare some other time and, and this, that and the other. So it was kind of, it was a real juggle. And so this is like, you may have seen the photos that I posted up earlier today with some photos um, of my old office. Now the photos actually look kind of deceiving. It, it, I reckon the photos look make it look like that space was actually a lot bigger than what it was. So it was like maybe a meter and a half, maybe like it was less than two meters deep. And it was maybe, I don't know, three meters wide. And I had everything everywhere. I was like, I just need to have all of my inspiration close by. I was working ridiculous hours. It was just completely insane. Fast forward through to about February, 2012. I'd resigned from my job in, like officially resigned from my job in February, 2011. And then uh, like, so started this business in 2010, this particular business. And then it, it came to the point where in February, I was like, this is just fucked. My husband was like, you know, when are you going to start making money, Nick? Like, you've got to, we've got to do something. Um, you know, things need to start working. Otherwise, you're number one, you're either going to have to go back to the bank or you're going to have to go and get a job. And I was like, oh, fuck that shit. But I didn't know how to accelerate it, right? Things that I'd been trying and testing weren't working and... I wasn't putting a whole lot of money in, but I was putting a whole lot of effort in. And it got to the point, I remember going away camping with some friends of mine over Easter in um, 2012. And I built out all of the ideas before I'd left for my, it was my literal last ditch effort campaign. And I knew it was gonna launch on the 24th of April. So we'd, we'd come back from camping and I was like, if this doesn't fucking work, then like I'm I'm actually done. Like I don't have <laughs> I don't have the stamina to keep going and to keep doing this for another fucking 18 months or however long it was going to take. I was just like, this actually has to work. There is no option. It just has to work. And if it doesn't work, then thank you, God, for the sign that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And so on the 24th of April, 2012, I launched a brand new Facebook campaign that was, what did I call it? I called it, um, oh, I'll show you. It was like the seven, seven steps. I've got it on DVD. <laughs> you guys, you're going to laugh. Check this shit, right? This is it. This is the DVD that I launched, which is actually not the DVD, sorry. Uh, this is a DVD, but I launched a Facebook program, a Facebook ads campaign 
that was a seven day, that's right, it was a seven day, um, seven days to more clarity, clients and profits challenge, right? And I I'd created all of the videos for it. I created all of the emails that sent out the videos. I'd, I probably, probably got them somewhere. I should go look. And I later on created a DVD for it. So what I wrote on the back here was, after 12 years in corporate banking, I left, my, I left to forge my own way, to find myself, to create something that I was proud of and that I could call my own. Along the way, I struggled and battled to make my way through. I know how hard it is to take your business to that famed next level. In fact, this is exactly what I'm pushing through right now. In fact, follow this, lots of in facts, what the hell was I thinking? Um, follow this DVD where I share with you the exact system that I use in my business where I've been able to go from next to nothing, like I was saying, to 140 grand in five and a half months. Yes, five and a half months. I work with women who run their own businesses, entrepreneurial women and authors who are ready to take their business, to have their businesses, give them back the rush they used to have and kick their way up to the next level in business. Blah, 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 blah. So that's the DVD right there. And that's like baby Nicola. Check that out, copyright 2012. Oh my God. So that was the, this was the campaign. I didn't put I didn't produce it on DVD until later on in that year. But I ended up getting so many leads from this particular campaign. I also launched a oh no that was later. So I got so many leads from this particular campaign. And in what in fact what happened come May two thousand and twelve, I'd had my first thirty thousand dollar month. So I'd gone from next to nothing to like literally kind of putting all on the line, just going, come on God, like this has got to fucking work, otherwise I'm absolutely done for. And this is what this is what happened and it worked. I mean, there was a whole lot of effort. It wasn't just putting the call out to God or the universe and then expecting that everything was gonna come in, right? I mean, you can see the photos if you go back and you have a look at the photos that I posted earlier today of that office, you can see it was like a freaking madness mess of, of freakish, volume amounts of activity and effort going in there. It's funny, there's one of the photos, it's got the clock in it and the clock is 10 past seven. I'm like, well, I was in my office every morning before seven and I was definitely in my office every night, you know, after seven. So I don't actually know if that was even a morning photo or a night photo. And there was no windows in the office because it was kind of like, it was an old laundry that had been renovated and, and added into the house. So there was no natural light. So I have no clue. Uh, when that was actually, uh, when, what time of the day that was actually taken. But it was like a really great snapshot of this is what, this is what I lived in. So consequently, like, I guess, like for the rest of that year, I rolled off the back of this campaign. I started, I got one on more and more one-on-one -on -one clients. And then I ran out of time quite promptly. And that was when I started doing online programs and, and things like that, which was really when I started to really kind of hit my, hit hit the stripes, I tapped out at 140 grand in that, in that five and a half months. So it was that May, June, July, August, September. Yeah. So take, that took us through to about October, which was when I shifted to running eight week programs and, and that kind of thing. And then everything just kind of skyrocketed from there. So then what happened was we, I was, I remember sitting at a retreat and we were writing out our ideal perfect days. And I remember, I've got a photo, I'll, I'll share it with you guys in here like over the next few days. Saw a photo, I, like, sorry, I drove past this house 
And I was like, oh man, you know, I'd love to be here. I'd love to live there. And then just kind of like let it go. It was, a, it's quite an iconic house in, in this area. And I remember being on this retreat and we were writing out what our ideal day looked like. And, and I was like, we're living in this house. Like I just like, we're living in that house, that house that's, I, I don't think it's for sale anymore. I know it was for sale quite a number of years earlier. And so I wrote out all about it. I wrote what I was doing every day. I wrote the support. I wrote in the support. And I got home from that retreat. There was a fucking for sale sign back out the front of this house because it had been on the market, but the signs had been taken down. By the time I'd come back, the for sale sign was out the front. I'm like, <laughs> that's not a sign. I don't know what is. So my office is a little messy today, but I thought that I would show you what it looks like now that the house has been freshly cleaned. So just in the process of reorganizing stuff. So these are still the lights that you can see in that very initial photo. But there's my little hub where I sit and work now, right? And I've still got like the, the things that I still do, like you'll see in the photos from what I shared earlier, like I'm really, I'm, I'm really quite visual, got my nuts over there, a candle that smells really lovely. And then I've got the, the things on there that are really important to me. I've still got my whiteboard, except rather than a whiteboard, I've got a whiteboard wall and we keep these doors shut. <laughs> oh, I wasn't quite planning on giving you the full tour. Um, there's all of that stuff. Like, look, there's a prized unicorn, uh, like stuff in there as well. So, I guess like what I really wanted to share with you today is not so much around the, um, not, not so much around the, the environment is really important and I would declutter that space, but you can imagine in a three meters by one and a half meter space to try and contain our creativity and our genius and everything else, it can be really quite hard, right? I reckon. And I think that Number one, the things that we need to really embrace, Catherine, you're saying this is where you're at now. You know, I, I totally, like, I get it, obviously. Um, the things that we really want to remember is number one, and, and what I've really learned and, and has been really hammered home, and I'm so glad that I've been reminded of this reminder in the last couple of days, is that we've, if, in order to be successful, we've got to keep getting back up. And to me, it's kind of like it's not until, not necessarily, but sometimes it can be where we kind of like, we, we've got to kind of like let go, let go and let God. And we've got to be able to just say, you know what, okay, like I'm going to do my bit. And if this is what, like put the call out there, like if this is what you need me to do, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing universe, then I'm going to do what needs to happen. But you've got to pull your side as well. Right, and and I think there is an actual thing about really declaring that. And and the second, there was another time where I, where this happened for me, and and it all kind of came through. It it all just started. It just worked. It was actually early last year, and I'd had a massive tax bill, and which is you know a great problem to have, right? Big tax bill that had come due, and I had to pay it by the by what like the eleventh of May or whatever that tax due date is. Um, last year and I had no money. Like I had the money that had been coming in from the business. I've, I've talked extensively about the reasons for scaling back the business and like for, from family reasons to also like I couldn't possibly sell 
something anymore that doesn't, that didn't light me up, that didn't fill me with absolute joy, like the work I love in the way I love doing it. Like it wasn't ticking those boxes. So I'd had this big tax bill that was due in the end, like May last year. And I'm like, I can't, I, I don't know how I'm going to pay it. I actually had a conversation with my accountant and I said, look, what are the ramifications if I don't pay this? You know, can I go bankrupt? Do I dissolve the business? Can I start a new company? Can I, like, what are the options here? Like, what are the freaking options? Because, like, I just, like, selling my house. Like, do I have to sell the house? Like, what, what, are the, what are the literal? I needed the factual options. So this conversation happened in March. March 2000, what year are we? March 2018. And the, the conversation went, is like, well, yeah, you can, but there are ramifications and yada, 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 yada. And I've just gone, okay, that's great. I mean... You guys, like, we'll talk about money management a whole, like, in depth on a whole other day. Um, but it's really important that you're putting half of what you earn, even when you can't afford it. Put half of what you're making away for tax. Just have that as a as an automatic thing. It's just like, yep, that's tax. Yep, that's tax. And then don't fucking touch it. Um, so anyway, that's a whole other. We'll talk about that another day. And then. Like, so it got to the point in March where I'm like, holy shit, like, I've got this really big, like, $70,000 problem here, $75,000 problem. It's like, how, like, what am I, what, like, how do I mitigate this? What do I do? And it got to the point again where I was just like, all right, you know, if this is, if this is the best use of me and if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, God, universe, source. Like I, in this instance, I think I probably said universe. It, universe, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, then like I'm doing everything that I can. You've got to give me a fucking sign. Like I'll do what I need to do, but give me a sign. And then the funniest thing happened. I had a client, sorry, not a client yet. I had a person that I'd been in discussion with from December the previous year, who then I spoke again in February and he actually said no. It was a corporate client. And he said, no, not moving forward, not going ahead. And I'd had a $60,000 uh, $60, proposal in to, to do it. It was a lot of work, to do a lot of work with this corporate client. And he said to me, he's like, no, nah, I'm no, we're not going to do it. We're going, we'll, we've got some stuff. I've gone, okay, no worries at all. Out of the blue, through no prompting of anything, he's emailed me, uh, not long after I've gone like my, like if I can't pull this off, like I'm fucked type thing, I'm gonna have to go get a job and then pay off this tax debt and you know, then I'm gonna be working for nothing and all that kind of thing. This guy's come in and he said like, yep, okay, I've, we're, I've decided to move ahead with you, how do we pay you? And I'd given him options of either paying by the month or paying up front and, and getting a bit of a discount if he decided to pay up front. And he's like, yep, yep, if we're saving money, I'm gonna pay you up front. And I was just like, fuck. So that happened in April. So it all came in. I had the money to pay tax. And, you know, I'm still in the freaking game. So I think that there is something in this, like asking, like being in that position where you're kind of like asking and just saying, you know what, I, I just, I need a sign. I need something to come through. And then taking the action and then fully trusting that okay, you know what, if this and if this doesn't work, then that's okay. I'll go and do something different. But I just trust that it's all gonna pan out exactly the way that it's supposed to. And that's what happened with this uh campaign, although it was delivered by, by DVD at the time. Um it's what happened with that with that corporate client. Hey Becca, happy United States 
girl. So jealous right now. Miss, little Miss California. Uh, it, it's that kind of thing where, like, the, there is a, there is a thing where you're like, you've got to you've got to really let go of control, and be okay with whatever it is that comes through. Be okay with whatever the results are that that come up and out of all of this. The second really key thing that I can absolutely say has has really helped along the way is the being really fucking clear about what you want and how it's going to look once you've got it and writing that down, writing that in. There's a reason why we're living in this house. There's a reason why we have the lifestyle that we do. There's a reason why I, I, like I have the clients that I have who are fucking rock stars and they are amazing and they are so inspiring and they motivate and inspire me every day just by being them and by being so badass and amazing. And it sounds like a bit, a bit like a love fest at the moment, but that's like, that's literally how it, how it is. So if you're having a tough time trying to build this business, then one thing that you can do is write out what it's going to look like when it all works. You know, how, how are you feeling? What are you, what are you doing? What are you looking like? What, what's around you? Who's around you? What are you doing? The second thing that I want you to have a look at is if this was your last ditch effort, like if this is literally your last ditch effort campaign, if this is your last ditch effort course, if this is your last ditch effort Facebook campaign, if this is your last ditch go at making this work, what are you willing to do? And I'm not talking about, you know, selling your soul to the devil or, um, you know, going out on a street corner or anything like, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then that's your call is, you know, there's no judgment, but I'm not saying that you have to put yourself, your family at risk or in danger. I don't think that that's right, but you've got to work out for you. Like if this was my last ditch effort campaign, what would I be doing? And who am I going to call in? Who am I wanting to bring in? Who am I wanting to call in? And then you've got to be okay with understanding that, that there's a, there is also the law of lag. Okay, so sometimes these things can happen like really fucking quickly and it'll make your head spin, right? And then other times it can take some months of this consistently, okay, this is my last ditch effort campaign. Again, like if this is the last thing that I ever produce, like what's the best, most amazing thing that I could possibly produce right now for my audience that would help them, that would help move them one step forward. And if this is my last ditch effort, like what am I gonna put out there? Imagine that this is your legacy piece of content. Imagine that this is your legacy piece of training, your legacy piece of education, your legacy piece of motivation, inspiration, transformation, whatever it is, and create from that space, right? Because that kind of changes the tone. Like you're going to be so incredibly fucking generous in that piece, which is so important, you guys. You're going to be really giving. You're just going to be so like, how much value can I put in this? Like, this is freaking awesome. And you know what? If no one buys, I know that I've done, I've put something really fucking valuable out into the world and I'm really damn proud of what I've just created. That's the kind of energy that we almost need to be putting into every single program that we create, every offer we create, every free thing we create. I had a question earlier this week from a lady who who asked the question of, of what do you do like what's the line like how much do you give and how much do you hold back and and at what point do you say like hang on you guys like that's enough now you're kind of taking the piss like you've got to buy from me or fuck off type thing to me I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to talk to you guys about everything. Like if you've got questions, I'll answer them for you. I don't believe. And in our free things, so, you know, we give as much as we possibly can. Now, 
that there there may be some levels of a of a line that you might draw so for example if you know that there are uh, there's four main big picture steps that you step your people through in whatever it is that you do right and you know that each of those steps have got like seven sub steps like you're not going to go out for free and say like hey like this is the major step and then these are the seven steps you might allude to it or, or say like there's there's a whole lot more that you need to go deeper on but you know, these are the four main things that you need to look at. Um, you know, just answer all of the questions. Just be incredibly generous. Again, come back to that. You know what? If 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 this is the last thing that I possibly ever do, if this is the last question I could possibly answer, then you know, just go out and do it to the to the best of your ability. Because if you think about it, the thing that is missing and the thing that most people will pay for is personalization and they will pay for uh, accountability, right? So support and personalization. So I, I give, like, I, I talk to you guys a lot, right? I, like, I'm really open about all of that. And I know that for some of you, I've had clients, before they become clients of mine, go to my website, make quarter of a million dollars, like literally quarter of a million dollars from all of the free stuff that I've had on my website, and then come and say, I loved all of that. I got so much value from that. Now I want to pay you. How do I pay you? I had another client uh, last year actually say to me, like, I've been following you for so long. I've, I've been on your coffee runs. I've been doing all of this stuff. I've been implementing the things. I felt like I had to give back. I felt like I had to come to this event because, you know, you just keep giving and giving and giving and giving. And like, so like the natural consequence is that I have to come and like learn more in a, in a deeper level, right? So don't ever be afraid that you're giving too much. Don't ever be afraid that you've got a sense of yourself. Like, I mean, if you're giving away the box and dice and like, you know, I don't know, spending five hours on a live stream helping people troubleshoot, then that's a different story. But from a, a free thing perspective, think about if you're in that position where things really have to work, then just consider, well, like if this is the last ditch effort, if this is the last possible thing that I have to leave, uh, in, in this in this environment so that before you go and do something else and what would you create and how could you add the most value, get there and create that and give it a last-ditch effort and see what happens. Not promising you that, that the miracle will happen and that everything will start to work and that you'll have a $30,000 month or that you'll have 140 grand in five and a half months or that you do a million dollars in sales or you do 118 grand in sales in a week, which is why I got that tattoo, like that tattoo there. <laughs> You know, this is the girl from that tiny little office. Right, that's my $118,000 tattoo. I did 118 grand in sales in a week, five days actually. Um, it's pretty, it, it's just like I even think about it now and it just, it blows, it blows my mind and it kind of makes me a little bit giggly and, and you know, if it hadn't happened to me, I'd almost not believe it, right? Like it's, it's, it is from coming from that struggle place it's really, it's really interesting how quickly really all of that stuff played out. So that 118 grand happened within 11, 11 months of the last ditch effort campaign. All right, it's pretty fucking amazing. So that's the best thing that I can suggest to you. The other thing actually that I really want you to do is take photos of where you're at right now, of your office, of, of how things are working. Get your, get your husband, your partner, your kid, whatever, auntie, uncle, grandmother, parent, whoever cat set the fucking timer on a tripod take photos of 
you being in your space now because this is part of that the the, the kind of like the catalog almost like the catalog of evidence of where where you are now that'll show where you've been and then the transformation of where it is that you're going and as i said you know in, in april 2012 food said that we'd be living really in the house of our dreams minus the beach right and the ocean just to be really clear about that we're living in the house of our dreams working with people that we that I love, doing the work I love in the way that I love to do it. If you'd said, and, and you know, making the money that we make, if you'd said in, in 2012 that this would all be possible, I would have not believed you. I would have hoped, 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 hoped to God that it would be real, but I would not have believed you pre-April 2012. So the magic works, the magic is there. Write stuff down, do your last ditch effort campaigns, don't hold back on the value that you're putting out there and make sure you're documenting what you're going through now by way of photos um, and by just sharing where you're at. All right, everyone. So there you go. Have a really kick-ass and amazing day. Now, just to let you know, something that's coming up, it's, it's really interesting that I found these photos yesterday because as I was journaling today, I've just gone like, oh my gosh, I just feel like I need to create a course that helps start up people. So I've just put some, it's just kind of like journal. It hasn't formed yet. It's not fully formed. It's kind of a zygote. <laughs> the idea has been fertilized. It is in zygote stage uh, to be transformed into a fetus. I would suggest probably later on today, maybe tomorrow, um, but that will be birthed into the world. That's all a bit graphic, isn't it? Um, birthed into the world probably it won't be kicking and screaming it will be laughing and smiling and ever so cuddly and amazing and fabulous particularly for startups uh so i've written what i wrote in my journal this morning was that the badass business for startups who want to be seen heard motivate and inspire the masses so keep your eyes out for that over the next few days um it just like i said it blows my mind how this stuff works and i just i just think it's brilliant i think everybody should be a part of it so there you go, everybody. Have a great day. Get out there, go help some people. Have fun doing it. And remember, the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. Take care. I love you. Talk to you tomorrow.